recorded live. Welcome to the Married Men Don't Talk Shoot, Don't Talk Show, uh, uh, especially designed and and brought to you by Ike. Wow. <laughs> Tonight is a tribute to Ike because he has to leave a little early, so we're gonna get this kicked off. Uh, <laughs> The only rule is uh, uh, no profanity, and it's not Bible study. So, all right, go ahead, man. What would you say? I would say your mom cannot pick your wife, not if you want to be happy. She can pick your first wife. Mm. Uh, okay. But huh? If you want to get married once, how that gonna happen? Well, I'm right. just saying. I mean, <laughs> if you let your mom pick your wife, then you you you've already you know you you're done. Game over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because your mom, I mean, you're never satisfied. I mean, she's never satisfied. Don't you go and get, you want to, don't you go, want to go and say, Mom, I want you to bless this person I'm about to marry. I mean, every man did that. No, 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 no. That's not saying that she accepts your wife. The title is, My Mom Picked My Wife. Right? Yeah, yeah. How, How my mom helped pick my wife. How, okay, so is that the whole title? Because mine says my mom picked my wife. Yeah, I know, I know. That was the short version of the text message. Um, oh, okay. How my mom helped pick my wife. Well, it depends on how much control you have in the selection process. Yeah, but 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 again, like when you when you see this woman for the first time and you know you're gonna marry her, do you have to send a text message picture to your mom? <laughs> Some people do, unfortunately, but I say you don't. I'm trying to figure out how much influence does the mom really have. I mean, you know, like like P-Town said, the first time he saw his wife, he knew that he was going to marry her. Yeah, but did it matter what his mom said? Oh, yeah, the mom didn't like it. That, she didn't want to hear all that. Okay. I'm a little upset at the beginning. Okay, so your mom didn't pick your wife. No. Okay, my mom didn't pick neither one of my wives, the first one or the second. Okay, okay. Now let me let 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 me ask a question because I kind of I beg to differ just a little bit, and the reason why I say that is because I think that in picking a wife, there are some characteristics that we may look for that mom has. Right. So, um. It, I think it indirectly plays a role in the person that we marry. Oh, absolutely. My current wife is just like my mom, and she hates that. She hates when I say it. Okay, okay. So then you could probably say that your mom, that your wife was picked indirectly from resemblance of your mom. My my wife was picked because she reminded me so much of my mom. There was just certain things about her. That, there was just direct similarities between the both of them. And they get together like oil and water. Wow. Okay. Okay. Hello? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Here's some noise in the background. So, so, you said, so, so you said they get together like oil and water. Right. I mean, they tolerate each other for me, but uh, that's about it. That's about as far as I would take it. So as far as them communicating without you being present, does that happen? Yeah, it does. It happens infrequently, man. It happens successfully. But 
that's about. I mean, they're amicable, you know. Yeah. But but that's it. Okay. Okay. So so she wouldn't call like if if your wife and again I know you're getting off early, that's why I'm asking you all the questions. Um, if your wife uh, was having issues with you, would she call your mom? Just no, absolutely advice? not. And from my first marriage, my mom would want to talk to my current wife now because my mom learned from that mistake also. Okay, okay. And and, and I want to throw that question out there. Okay. That question out because I think that question is, 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 is important. Is it cool for your wife who may be having issues with you to talk it over with your mom? No, I don't think so. Not at all? No, uh, this Darren, I don't, I don't believe that my wife and my mom, well, my wife should be open to talk to anybody, especially my mom, about our uh, our problems that we go through, because you know, in, in my first marriage, when you know you get outside activity involved in your household, then you know you um you you they they're automatically looking for somebody to side with them. And then if you go outside of outside of the household, like you know, um, like let's say if the man and the, and the wife, you know, they they get into a fight, you know, argument, and and the man hits the woman, and she thinks that she's gonna call somebody and tell on you, that's gonna create more issues in the home, and and even new issues with your 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 family members, such as your your mom. You know, because I know I had to tell my mom, look, I don't need you calling me to tell me how to run my household because I didn't want, I didn't feel like going to the store. Or I called my mom one time and told my mom that my ex-wife at the time, I said, hey, mom, you know, she hit me today. You know, she's like, well, she don't be hitting my son. So then, you know, as my me and my ex, you know, got ourselves back together, you know, my mom's still mad with her. And and then you know why after it was all over with three months later my mom came up she's still upset with my ex. You and know? I have to back you up on that man because I, that's what got me in trouble the first couple of years of my marriage is that um, even when we were courting dating and everything I would go to my mom or my sister who would just but, turn around and tell my mom but that's my whole stuff up. Hmm? But hold on, we're not talking about you going to your mom. I'm talking about your wife going to your mom. Oh no, that won't happen. Okay, so so if 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 there's an issue, and I just think, and I'm saying this because it sounds like it might be the logical thing for her to do. If there's an issue, and it may not be she's calling to tell on you, but maybe she just wants some information. And she respects your mom's opinion enough to call and say, okay, this is what I'm going through right now, and you know him better than anybody else, so maybe you can help me. And then she calls your mom. I think without, I think, not, I ain't going to say, I ain't going to call it permission, but a heads up is, is you know, with, that, with a respect of, you know what, would it be okay if I call your mom? I think that would be in order if she really wants to talk to somebody. You know, but... Um, but if she don't, if she go behind your back, and then have your mom getting on your case about, or mom, it, the funniest thing is a mom trying to be slick and trying to play like something 
a conversation didn't take place when it did. <laughs> you're on your mom, and she's like, "Well, I'm trying to get at. Well, what you try? Have you been talking to my wife? You know." So you know, if you don't want no problems, it's best to just like you know ask for it. You know, and if you don't want to ask for it, get somebody's outside opinion that don't know your husband. You know, or your wife. Okay. Okay, but guess what? Yes, and you made a perfectly good point right there because you said ask for permission. Yeah. So yeah. what in the beginning of the relationship that she says, okay, I want to have a relationship with your mom. I like your mom. I want to have a relationship with your mom. And it's a blanket statement. And you're going to say, of course I want you to have a relationship with my mom. I want you to know my mom better. I want you to have my mom's approval, yada, 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 right? Mm-hmm. So now that she's got the green light, well, she's got the green light with limitations. Well, she's got the full green light. Well, when you make that blanket statement of, I want a relationship with your mom, it's going to be, yeah, that's that's fine. You don't, I mean, you're not thinking about at that time, you're thinking about what's best for your relationship. You're not thinking about those hard times that may come up or may arrive. You're not thinking about those times. You're only thinking about, yeah, my wife talking to my mom, that's cool. You know, my, I want my mom to give my wife a good reputation and spread it throughout the family that she's a cool person, that's cool. But then those times when, you, when you're when making your wife mad and she wants to talk to your mom, you know, it's, 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 it may not be so cool at that time. You know, and a relationship doesn't necessarily mean you go tell mom all our business. Gotcha, gotcha. So 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 I'm hearing that there are limitations. And that's fine. And that's fine because you, you know, man of the house can say, Okay, well this these are the things that stay between us. And right. things I think certain things have to stay between us. And mom might take it well, we all know how mothers take it. Mhm. You know, and sometimes we, we we expect them to have our back and and you would think, you know, that that would be a surefire bet. You're gonna go talk to mom, but mom's gonna be on my side anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I can't do no wrong in mom's eyes, but it's funny how that thing flips around, and you know now there's a now she's got another daughter. You just married a woman, and now that's mom's new daughter. So then they get their own relationship, and and, and you know, funny how certain things happen. But um, before I go into the next thing, P Town, you there? I'm here. I'm right here. What do you think would have happened if your situation? Um, was reversed because you said that you had some issues earlier in your marriage because you had a relationship with your mom that you continued. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and look, I love your mom. I see why. I understand. I ain't mad at you, brother. But what <laughs> if it was? What if it was your wife that had the relationship with your mom? Do you think the same outcome would have happened with you? Um. At the beginning, I probably, in a, I probably, I don't know. I think we had to go through that term turmoil to get where we are now. Because right now, they have a great relationship. They do talk without me even knowing. You know. Hmm. Um. But then again, that's because I stopped doing what I was doing. Oh, that's right. That's right. So do you think so, it Go ahead. So so to answer your question, I believe the relationship would have been just as it is right now. 
if I would have never been feeding negativity to my mother about what was going on in our household. Oh, okay. So your really, so yours wasn't really a a okay. It's time for you to cut the strings. Yours was, Ma, this is what's going on. Yeah. And it's and it's not a. It wasn't a good look in your mother's eyes for your wife. Right. So it's kind of like fuel to the fire. That's right. I got that. I got that. I got that. So that's where a lot of the animosity came from with your wife. Yes. I mean, because, I mean, if you, we both went to the same school. We both were doing well. So it wasn't like it was a problem there. It was just the uh, the communication portion that, you know, me being a young man and thinking it was supposed to be something different, I'm just spitting off negativity without even knowing I was ruining myself. Well, did I miss something? I don't. I don't know. Is it is it not privy for all of us to know what happened to P Town? It's just because oh, I, I don't sorry, know. I'm sorry. I just that Darren. Please forgive me. That's just years of talking on these lines. <laughs> and, and we <laughs> we got to bring him up to speed. Yeah, we got to bring you up to speed. Uh, P Town, you could tell him. I tell him. Uh, you could probably tell him. You know, just the history of what happened between you know your wife and your mom and your sister and all that stuff. Just. To Oh, no, no, no problem. I can handle that. Well, me and my wife, we met in school. So we got engaged in school. So that was the first trip for my mom. It's like, why am I getting engaged in, in school? Where's this money coming from? So then once we get both graduated from school, we got a place together. Well, you know, you tell your mom what you're doing, she don't want you. You know, they got a different option for you. Mm. You don't their option. But now you're coming to them with negativity. So they never get over that you got engaged in school. So you're just adding fuel to the fire, um, which ended up when we were getting married where they, you know, were bickering, didn't talk to each other. She didn't want me to marry her. Um, they were driving people crazy about, the, you know, the wedding planning and all that stuff and um, finger pointing and the whole nine. And then so now both. Both defenses is up, you know how those women do. Mm-hmm. But, um, now you got me stuck in the middle, so you know you're trying to say that's my mom, and then you're my wife, but you you don't know how to fix the problem, so it just keeps escalating, escalating. And this escalated for eight years of my marriage, where I just got to the point where I said, you know what, I'm out, and um, we end up before I went out, we ended up doing counseling, and we figured out what the problem was. And it was me and my mother. Okay. And so all all of them were holding grudges from like five to eight years of, of just grudge holding. Mm. And so it took me to I say, all right, well, I know what I got to do. I got to handle both. Go to mom, look her eye to eye. Worst thing I had to do is really let her go, you know. Then I had to come back and be a husband to my wife. So um, now our relationship has has been uh, a whole 180. It's been great ever since we had that counsel. Right. That's awesome. But but half of our problem, which was get ready to have both of us separate and walk through the door, have our kids traumatized to the point that, 
you know, you can start seeing it in their eyes. It was the conflict between families. Mm-hmm. At the top was my mother. Mm. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I had a similar situation, so I understand what you're saying. That you know, and it didn't take a counselor. The, the, the counselor, Mary, uh, you know, uh, a reverend told me. He said, "Look, you need to, um, you need to, you know, let your mom know where her place is at." in your home, which is nowhere. And, you know, and when I told my mom that, yeah, of course she got mad with me, hung up the phone and all that other stuff. But, you know, it didn't, I, I think my, my, this is talking about my ex-wife at the time, it was more so of a um, thing that, you know, my ex would be wrong, wronger than a football bat just to say that watch you side with your mom. She could just be, she she knows she wrong, but she just want to want to see which way I would go. You know, uh, in a lot of cases when when it, it was between her and my mom, and I'm like, well, first of all, you're not gonna disrespect my mom, and then you know, secondly, you wrong. But she said, well, why would you tell me that in front of her? I was like, well, it, it doesn't. If you if you're wrong in front of an aunt, then I'm going to let you know you're wrong in front of an aunt. Don't matter where. And I was wrong for that. I should have been. It should have been, you know, uh, united front all the way with anybody else. You know, praising praising public and and, and ridiculing private. And I wasn't doing that. But if somebody was wrong, I just really believed that. You know, letting them wrong on the spot is the answer. And it wasn't an answer. But at the same time. You know, it didn't help the marriage either. So I had to kind of, you know, um, 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 do what I had to do as far as what made the health of my household better and not so much a relationship continuing with my mom. But that's going to always be there, whether she get mad with me or not. She's going to call me eventually, but the home is where we need to make it make it solid. And is it? do you think it's... Is is it difficult telling your mom when she's wrong? Well, that first time, it's just like getting on the bicycle. You know, that first time trying to let your mom know that, Mom, you need to stay in this place and you don't need to be in my business. You know, when you got to let her her know the whole nine, that was the, the, the most difficult day of my life. Matter of fact, as a grown man, I almost, you know, I ain't going to say I almost, I ain't going to even lie. I cried. Because oh, I, listen, I'm going to get ready to tell you, I, I boo-hoo just like a, <laughs> it, hey, this is mama, you see. Right. Right. Did you get cut off? No, I'm good. Okay. Oh. Go yeah, I, yeah, I was just saying, yeah, this is mama you talking about. So, you know, to, to come to your mother and say something like that as a grown man. Yeah. And have to have to say it in a tone that she understands. Right. Not not a harsh tone, you know, because it's your mama. You still gotta respect your mama, but say, "Mama, you know, I gotta I gotta leave the nest." Right. Right. The toughest thing a man gonna do. Right, and then by by you crying, it didn't make it better for my 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 ex to be like, "See, I knew you was a mama's boy. I knew you was a punk. You was always gonna be that. You ain't gonna never." I'm like, look, I don't need you. Because this was a moment in my life where it was like monumental. It was paramount, but it was monumental. You know, it, it, it had to happen unless my mom was going to feel like she had a place and a spot in my house every time something came up. 
you know. Now after my after I put my mom in 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 her place during those times, I don't have those problems with her no more. But at the same time, that could have, you know, that was one of the reasons why my first marriage terminated. That wasn't the main reason, but that was that was some some problems, you know. And don't and I was always asking, don't don't add to the fire by keep talking. You know, it's over with. I done said what I had to say. Let me get my tears out and leave me alone, you know. Good words, good words. Um, and a lot of times, a lot of times we have to we have to do that, and, and, and it can be uncomfortable. But I think that's a part of manhood and being the head of your house and all those good things. you got to cross that bridge nobody wants to uh, cross. Um, I happen to have two mothers. Mm. I have a biological, and I have a woman that 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 raised me. I'm not gonna say stepmom because that's kind of like a crazy name. Um, not, Did you read my book, T. Hawk on step step parents? Not, not not yet, brother. Not yet. But okay. Hopefully, hopefully we can uh, we can address some of it tonight. But no. the, um, the the question is, um, I didn't spend a lot of time with my biological mom. Um, so as far as things that maybe I needed to know, um, I don't know. Um, and uh, But the good news is my brother's on the phone. Hopefully he's there. You there, Chuck? Yeah, I'm here, man. Okay, good. So I'm going to need your help tonight. Cool. And, and, and the question that I want to ask is, you know this, and I don't know. Is um, how would you grade our mom as a wife? Just being around her growing up. Uh, excellent, man. I would say um, uh, very, <laughs> very, very patient. Extremely patient. Okay. But, I mean, you know, excellent, excellent wife. I mean, from, like, how long? They from as far back as I can remember. remember. And what were the, what were some of the things, when when you say excellent, what what were some of the characteristics that, that, that she had? Because I'm pretty sure she had a lot to do with you making your decision on who you were going to marry. Right. What uh, I don't know, man. I think... Her, her integrity, for one thing, uh, you know, as not, as as a you know a wife, uh, but also as a woman of God, and you know, I hate to keep going back to this, man, but you know, her, her strength, you know, and and her patience, you know, you know, with my stepdad, why they was going through all the things that they went through, you know, it was just, you know, phenomenal, unbelievable. The amount of patience that she had, because a lot of people are just like, "Why are you still in this?" Yeah, yeah. Oh, and now you know that you know their marriage is, you know, is awesome. I mean, so I, I, you know, I would think her strength and her patience to be able to endure what she did is probably uh, the main thing I would give to her. Mm. That's good words. Good to know. I mean, yeah. I. I've been around them and I and I and I got that. And it's very, very solid. Right. I don't sense any any 
bogus uh, front. Right. Being around them. You know what I'm saying? It was strictly. And then, you know, the way he respects her and 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 vice versa. But I want to throw that question back out to the group. How would you grade your mom as a wife? Anyone? Well, that's assuming that uh, your mom was married. Okay. Yeah. 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 You're right. You're right. Assuming she was married. To anyone whose mom was married. Well, I, my okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, you good? Hey, I don't, I didn't think my mom was a you know a, a very good wife uh, because uh, she was raised. I ain't gonna say I don't know how she. Well, I got an idea how she was raised, but as long as I was in the house, I've always seen her doing her own thing. Like you know, if she wanted to go buy a car. Uh, she'll mention it to my dad or my stepdad or you know to you know my fa my father, and uh, he uh, he would say no I don't think we should do that and she'll say no we're going to do it and she'll do it you know and and he didn't it wasn't his idea and he wasn't on board with it but after she just went on ahead and did it he kind of accepted it you know okay I'm going to go cut my hair well no don't cut your hair I like your hair long well okay. You don't tell me what to do. You're not my father, so I'm cut, I'm cutting it anyway. And a lot of times I thought that she had did things just because she wanted to remind my dad that he doesn't run anything or he doesn't run her. I ain't going to say anything. But I think that she did things out of spite to let him know or remind him constantly that she is her own and not his. And now that she's remarried for the, you know, for the third time, time, uh, and I'm asking her to read my book. She's like, "Well, I can tell you more about marriage than you can tell anybody because I've been through it three times." And I'm like, "Well, that's all the more reason why you need to read it because it'll it'll stop you from, you know, getting out of one relationship and going into another one because you know you have this mentality that you're an independent thinker, you're an independent woman. No man tells you what to do." And, you know, you can do whatever you want to do, and, and you know, regardless of what happened, regardless of the fallout, you know. And I was like, you know, you really, that's really a spirit of Jezebel if you want to continue to run the role of a man. You can't do that. And a, and a man is not going to stay around long as you continue to operate in that manner. You know, that's very disrespectful, you know. But, well, you know, how, she, did that, how did that make you feel as, as a child, you know, kind of seeing your dad? I'm not going to talk about your father. I don't, know, I don't know your father, but I mean, in essence, you know, literally getting punked by your mother. Well, that's 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 the thing. You know, he he taught me as I thought he was getting punked. He was really talking to her with without being in our presence. He was more doing the talking because he knew she was going to, you know, kind of kirk out. So he didn't want us to see that. See. My sister and I wasn't his biological children, but he stepped up to the plate and married a woman with two kids with a lot of mouth. And I say, brother, I couldn't do that. I talked to him today. You know, they're divorced now. I talked to him today. I say, man, you are a way better man than me because I wouldn't have took on a responsibility like that, especially going into a situation when a woman wasn't humble. And, you know, usually when you get a woman with three, four, five kids, you need to be as humble as I don't know what to, to have any man to recognize you, you know. 
but you know she wasn't humble at all and i told him he said well i didn't want you guys to see a lot of the arguments that we would have towards the things that you know we had to talk about and uh because i didn't want you guys to grow up thinking that you know it was uh, it was okay to go against your wife or your husband in front of the children that's not a conversation you have in front of the kids and i didn't understand that until later but at the time, like you said, I thought he was a punk. I was like, man, why he didn't say nothing? He knew he he knew it. You know, I'm I'm pointing fingers at him. But it wasn't until I got older to understand when he told me, look, I didn't say anything in front of you guys because I am not the one to to bring up confrontation in front of the children. Children shouldn't be seeing these type type of things. And if your mom was to kirk out on me in front of you guys then now I really have to be a man and show y'all that I'm the head of this house and, and Kirk back out on her, and it wouldn't have been pretty because I'm quite sure you wouldn't want to see me, you know, uh, treat your mom in a manner that that she would have pushed me into, you know, putting my hands on her or something like that because she kind of get a little bit more outlavish with it when, when she got an audience, you know. And did you, you know, from the, those experiences as a child and as an adolescent, did you kind of, you know, say to yourself, either consciously or subconsciously, like, you know, when I get married, I'm never going to let a, a woman treat me that way. You know, my wife is not going to treat me that way, that you were going to sort of wear the pants and make sure that, you know, if she bucked up, you kind of bucked back in a respectable manner, you know, not, uh, of course, um, cursing her out in front of the kids or putting your hands on her, nothing like that, but, you know, to the standpoint where, you know, you kind of felt like I don't want my relationship, my marriage to be like that. Did you sort of feel like that as you were coming up? Yeah, of course. You know, I, I mean, the only thing we got to go off of is the ones that we see around or we hanging around all the time. That's the only example that we have. But then as we get older, and I, I'm not trying to turn this into a Bible study, but, you know, when I start turning towards the Bible to see how to get married and how to stay married to my wife, you know, I found out that every every example that I had was just people going off of their assumptions to how to do things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and, and that's where I believe this book came from, you know, uh, how to stay married and who who you're going to go to, who do you turn towards to, to get the right answer. And, uh, and the only people that I could turn towards that got it exactly, absolutely right is the people who were married in the Bible. So now, now that I know how to be married, you know, I understand where my wife is coming from, and I don't look at my mom's relationship or my father's relationship to say, oh, okay, because at first I just thought it was a money thing. I said, well, look, you know what, I'll just let her take care of all the money because the only thing they argue about is money. So if he just let her have all the money and let her take care of all the bills, then they wouldn't argue. So I did that with my first relationship, okay, I let her have control of all the money and just give me my $20 and wait to two weeks and give me 20 more dollars and you take care of all the bills. And that doesn't work because now when I tell her when she wants to spend money on some crazy things, and I say, well, no, you can't do that. And then now she thinks that she has the authority to tell me, look, you don't tell me what to do. I run this. I'm like, whoa. (laughs) <laughs> you know, so I found that that didn't work either. You know, so it's no right way when you're trying to model after people who don't know how to do it. Good words, good words, good words. Anybody else want to? Uh, I mean, that was great, and thanks for um, for confiding in us with that. And 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 again, 
um, how my mother helped pick my wife, that your story kind of was a little different than Ike's earlier um, because you th- there were some things that were pointed out that you said, nah, I can't have that. I can't I can't model that with my wife, you know, and um, and I respect that. Does anybody else want to jump out there and grade their mother's performance as a wife? I would say my mother is a A minus. Okay. A minus. Okay. Talk about it. I mean, she's good. She's good. I mean, but she has her uh, her her stubbornness also. Mm. So. She knows how to let a man be a man. She doesn't have a problem with that. But she still has those, sometimes she has those stubborn ways. And sometimes, you know, you have to go ahead and let her bump her head before she'll go ahead and, and come back and say, okay, you know what, you're right. I need your help. You know. Yeah, my wife the same way. Wow. Wow, like deja vu. Same direct way. I can know my wife is messing something up. I can tell her, you know, when you try to correct them, they automatically kick back on the offensive. Yeah. But then, you you know, you let them sit in that fire for a little bit, and they come back, okay, you know what, you're right. I need some help. Yeah, yeah. He was right all along. And, you know, I like that. I like someone that can go ahead and admit, you know what I'm saying? It might take them a while to admit, but they can admit, you know, what you was right about that. Yeah, I'm dealing with that now. Right, yeah, so I know about that, brother. I know about that. If I were to do it, I would probably say, I don't know, man. It wouldn't be A anything. Um, it may be C plus. And the reason why I say that is because now, don't don't get me wrong. She taught me a lot. Um, a lot of good things. A lot of good talks. A lot of good things I remember. But there were some other things that didn't sit very well with me when it came to my family and my father's side of the family. Um, She was always in constant war with my father's side of the family, which is my family, even today, you know. And it's just a bad situation that I can't fix and my father can't fix. So I think that, um, you know, I'm glad that my wife is, well I'm not gonna say that my wife is, is 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 like that because she isn't, but I'm glad that I don't have to deal with that now. But um and there were some other things that that I was taught growing up that maybe I didn't need to know, you know. Um but again, I would probably say a C plus because of the uh, relationship with the uh with my father's side of the family. Um that's my portion. Anybody else want to talk about uh, their mom as a as a wife? And there's a reason why I'm asking these questions. Hey, T, let me ask you one question. Sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. You said if you're if you're rating her as a mother, no, what does that have to do with your as wife as a wife? Your mom as, as oh, a your mom as a wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So so her being a wife. Her relationship with her father's side, with your father's side of the family, 
brought her grade down to a C plus because she didn't know how to get along with her family, didn't know how to let stuff go with with the family, or it was it was it was a little bit deeper than that. It was some deceitful stuff going on. Oh, okay, okay. And it was bad, and it's still bad, you know. Um, and again, when I tried to talk to her and say, "Look, we need to bury this hatchet," you know, y'all aren't getting any younger, and people are dying off. You know, and there's very few left, and, you know, we need to just get past it. She was like, no, I have no desire, you know. And I know a lot of things happened because it was it was her doing. And um, I'll just tell you a short story. When I got married for the second time, um, she was not by my side at all. It was a situation where... Um, I had to look for other family members to support me. Not that I really needed it, you know, being a grown man and, you know, and a new wife, you don't really need it, but still in all, family is important. Family's always been important to me. And it's kind of Sorry. because at that point, that's when my biological mother stepped up. You know what I mean? And said, I got you. You know. So she didn't she didn't want to come to your wedding because some people that she didn't like was going to be there? or She wasn't invited to the wedding because of her actions and comments that she made towards my wife that she didn't know at the time. Oh, okay. So there was no way that I could mix that up. I got to respect my wife. Right. She right. was a fiancé. I had to respect my, my wife. But right. my biological mother was at my wedding. Okay. So, it, you know, it all works out. And Sometimes it's funny, the, the person that you start with and then the person that you finish with. But, again, like I said, I have two mothers, you know. And it, 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 it's confusing. It can be confusing, but, you know, it's the, the those are the cards that were dealt. So I have to go with it. But, again, so th- what happened to me, my personal experience, has happened on my father's side of the family. And I've watched it for a long time. Mm-hmm. That's why I have to say you know, that C grade because certain things that you have to learn to do, you know, I think as a wife, and that is get along. And you can't be the person that is being so destructive that now your your spouse is staying away from his family. And that's actually what has transpired. You know, now he wants to keep the peace and make his wife happy, so now he stays away from his siblings. Yeah, well, well, like the word says, is is uh, is a foolish woman can tear down her house with her own hands. Yeah, yeah, and that and that usually what happens when, you know, that's how my ex was. You know, she kind of just wanted me to stay away from my family since she didn't have the same type of upbringing, and that's not right. That's not right. Yeah, that's not right. That's not right. You know what I mean? So you have to, you have to, you know, you have to get along for the sake of. Of the family, sometimes you got to put your whatever your evil ways. I'm gonna say evil ways. You got to put them aside. That's know? right. And you know you got to get along because you know. I mean, right now, I mean, I don't even know if we were to have a family. I don't. Even, we used to have family reunions every year, and we probably haven't had one for the last five years because mm. it's just falling apart. Mm. You know? So, um, but anybody else? Anybody else want to talk about? Mom is a wife, because I think it's relative to what we look for in a wife. Hello. Uh, can y'all hear me? Yeah. 
Okay. I had um I got headphones on trying to hear the call, but let me let me take that out. Okay. My mom I probably mentioned it before, I never had plans on getting married. That that wasn't the design. Um when I did seven seven years ago, seven years ago getting married, you know, my mom I think really thought that my plan was to just do it behind her back. Like, you, you got to realize, man, this, this never was the case. So I never, and still to this day, have never had that um, motherly relationship with my wife in terms of just, you know, taking on somebody else that can now be of assistance to you. Now, I do think, I believe firmly that there is a difference between that and simply having, you know, a tag team partner. Marriage doesn't require a tag team partner. You know, the the Bible makes it pretty clear. And it's funny, is life will prove it correct. You know, the Bible says Genesis, I think it's 2.24. You know, for this reason, a man will leave his mother and his father and be united with his wife, and the two will be cleaved, will become one flesh. For what reason? Go to the previous verse that says, the man said, this is now bone of my bones, flesh of my flesh. She's called woe man. She's taken out of the man. Any woman who is your mother or any person who uh, understands that from having been married before you would know that it's not a relationship where you can have people to come in and interfere. Either somebody's going to be on your side and not take the wife's, Wrong or right, they're gonna take the wife's side, not yours. Wrong or right, it's gonna mess up tension, or you're gonna end up having a situation where the person is gonna say, you know, this isn't my place. Y'all two need to work it out. One way or another, the best situation, best solution is to have you can have outside input. You know, it's unwise to simply try to work it out on your own when there's so much help that's outside, but you take the outside input, you filter it, and you bring it into your marriage. You don't bring other people into your marriage in order to try to get a resolution. It never works. Uh, good words. Good words. Now, somebody mentioned something. You guys mentioned about, like, uh, how your moms, I think, got along with your wives and, uh, you know, saying, putting somebody, you, sometimes you just got to, you have to let people know this is the boundary. You know, and that's yeah. that probably is the hardest thing. Let your mom know. Sometimes you let your dad know. She got to let her dad know. This is the boundary. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I remember my mom, whew, I mean, that's a whole other story, but it, it I never got that. Um, I think my mom, since I'm my only child, felt always that my wife had taken away her only piece of life, mm. you know, her only extension. Yeah. Her, the, my wife took it away from her. So it's always been like this animosity, you know, Catelyn. When you hear somebody at your mom tell your wife, you know, you know, you're anorexic. Like, what the? <laughs> I'm taking like five seconds Twix time out. Like, did I just hear this right? <laughs> did you just honestly just call my wife anorexic? Like, we done drove two hours to come see you. And this is, and it's like after having so many, uh, uh, Meetings devolve within like twenty minutes, thirty minutes, and the stuff like that. I just expect it, 
and I can't ask my wife to come up there and see my mom, you know, come up like she was wanted to at first in marriage because she was all gung ho. It was like, you hear that after a while? Like, where the hell did that come from? Mm. So, so were you like your? So were you like since you you know you say your, your mom was a single mom? Um, was she ever married at any point or? Mm-hmm. So and and those things are manifestations of where that person was at in their lives, what they brought up until the point where now there's a new interaction. If you got somebody who, like my mom, never been married, you know, um, never really had so even somebody. Uh, steady. After I was born, y'all wow. solo. You done built your whole. You've now created a total embodiment around me and you. Your family's passed away. You don't have any brothers and sisters. You only child. I'm only child. You know. You know. The only family you got left is your mom's brother, your uncle, and his wife. They up in age. As soon as somebody comes and. You know, your impersonation, no matter how much is your son saying, I'm going to get married, is somebody that reached their hands in the dark and snatched away your only treasure. So in, in some sense, um, in essence, you were like your mother's husband. In part, probably. Mm. In part. In part. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And that's why it's so important that, you know, that it says a man, not a woman, not a woman will leave her mother and father, but a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife. Crazy scripture, because if you think about it, why can't a woman leave her mother and father? Well, her parents or her parental uh, influence, because some people don't have biological parents, really should serve as a covering. You're not united. They're serving as a covering. So like when a man goes down the aisle and, you know, through the ceremonious gestures of marriage says, you know, I, who gives this woman away to be married? You know, I do. Mm. They're basically passing her from being covered under his household to this other man's household. But the man has to leave from the – you can't bring somebody into – your your household, you know, your your nest, so to speak. You got to leave, mother and father. But in in that, got, in that in that two way though, you know, the, the 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 parents have to let that man go as well. Because I mean, that that becomes problematic too when no know, sir, you know, the man. With all due respect, you can't you can't ride. No sir, no sir. Because if I'm waiting for mom, if I was away from my mom. <laughs> Ryan, I'll be that dude sitting there and watching Jeopardy eating soup mm-hmm. like uh, Smithers <laughs> from the Simpsons. I'll be Smithers. I'll be Black Smithers. How, how often do you? How often do you talk to your mother? Like in a, in a in an average week? It's a good question, man. This is the biggest relationship challenge I have because when I was in uh, when I was in grad school at Morgan, you know, a call, go up on the weekend, and the first three, four years of my marriage would so often end in me throwing the phone out of anger. I can't believe you still talking about my wife like this. After all we've done, she ain't nothing to you, blah, blah, blah. You, you being led around the nose. You too stupid to see it. She leading you around the nose. And our talk times became less and less where I would stop calling my mom for like, 
weeks, went to months, went to four, five, six, seven months. Went to we ain't talked in a year. Oh, I ain't wow. seen you in two years. And it, it's it's something that God is working on me with because the reality is neither one of us going to live to see the 22nd century. Right. So, I'm sorry, go ahead. Not this day. I just wanted to say something, man. Um, it's absolutely, you know, and 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 I'm not gonna say my opinion, but from what I've been reading, uh, in the word, it is absolutely okay to. Well, let me put a a blanket statement out here first. When a man leaves his uh, parents' home and cleave to his wife. Uh, the reason why it says that is because it, it that family, that new family under that man's uh, rulership uh, creates a new clan. And that man's clan are established in his own rules. So when that man usually leave home, as far as the Bible was concerned, they didn't have telephones. So when they left home, they left home. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't leave. They didn't call back. They didn't reach back. Now the next time you would hear from that family member, and it was all okay. And the next time you heard from that family member is when one of those that man's children got grown, and that child was sent back to its original family to find a husband, or to find somebody from that clan to marry somebody from that that nest. Because they, the, the ones that was around and where they were, they was like these people are no good. Go back, let's go back to our home ship and get someone from over there. Because I'm quite sure, that, you know, my brother's children, uh, they done got some kids somewhere down the line that that's quite good for you because we had a good upbringing, and, and it was okay to not speak to your mom or your dad. So because for that very reason, when you go and you create your own rules. You are your own clan. Now, the, the word clan got a bad rap because of the Ku Klux Klan, but it's actually a clan. When when my son and my daughter leave home, their rules in their house, they become their own family, which is separate from this family, and they call it a clan. And if he don't ever want to talk to me, I gave him a gun, a knife, uh, figuratively speaking, uh, a flint for, for fire, and I showed you how to use all these tools. Now, it's up to you how to use it when you go out there in the world. There's no reason why I should be coming out here two years from now and finding you skinny. You should be fat as and I don't know what because I showed you how to hunt. Mm. And, I, and I shouldn't have to worry about you. I shouldn't have to call you and say, you all right? Uh, you're not doing this right. Well, you know, I done, grow, I done raised you till you was 18. Now it's time for you to be a man. And go out there, and, and, and I taught you how to, uh, you know, I showed you an example how to take care of a family because you've seen how you guys was taken care of. So go out there and be a man. Go out there and be a woman. So it's absolutely nothing wrong with, and I tell my mom all the time, she asked me, why haven't you called me? She said, I understand you have a family, but, uh, you know, just call and see how I'm doing. Okay, I will. I love you, and, you know, I'll, I'll holler at you. And I don't feel bad about it because if I'm busy, She's not a priority. You know, my family is my priority, and I'm not trying to sound mean about it. But, you know, I love you, and I'll probably visit you for Christmas, but right now I got a lot of stuff going on. I got to pay these bills, you know. And I, well, I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your point. 
No, I, I was just saying, you know, she 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 got to the point where it's no hard feelings because she know I love her, and you know, and she don't feel bad about me not calling every day like I used to because every time I, the more I call, actually the more problems we had. And that's what I was gonna ask. Um, you know, if a man, if a husband calls his mother once a day or multiple times a week, is that a prescription for problems in a marriage? If a if a husband is calling his mother once a day, every other day, or just multiple times, maybe even multiple times a day, could that be problematic in a marriage? Yeah, it'd be problematic. Like, what you calling for? <laughs> got a just new the woman talk, just the chit, just the chit chat. You got a for new what? woman for that. You got a new woman for that. Yeah. Hey, mom. Just want. Hey, did you see the um? Did you see the Grammys last night? Oh man. All right, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey, mom. Hey, did you see Biggest Loser? Oh, did you hear about about? Come on, man. Yeah, but I mean, you, you got a point because you got to think about it. I mean, once you leave Nest as a man, you leave Nest as a man. Your mother raised you from a boy to right. a man. Your father gave you the tools, if you had a father, just like he said, to be able to survive out there. The point of uh, of man is to, to make sure he takes care of his family. However, um, it goes back to what I was saying earlier. When you talk to your mom every single day, you're hindering your relationship because you're not giving that same kind of conversation to your wife. I can guarantee the people who call their parents every day don't call their wives every day. And they probably use excuse, well, she's at work, she does this and that. I'm just checking on my mom. When we, you know, we all love a mom and we want to talk to her, but, you know, to me, you still got to draw that line. And a okay. good mom will tell you, look, you need to go take care of your wife. Right. You me. Right. You, you, what, you, what are you, y'all having problems or something? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and y'all need to go work that out. You know, she's going to say it lovingly, but. You know, that's something that you see reflective, not only men and women, that's in the basic components of a male-female relationship, not just humans, any species. You don't never see no eagles flying back to the nest, bringing all these kids, and everybody staying at the same tree. They're gone. Lions have have, uh, prides, but once the males are in the pride, become of age, they're gone. There's no reunion. There's no massive gathering of 45, 50 lions. You know, they they have recognition of each other's sense as they move throughout the pride and throughout the land. But that's that same mentality. It's no different with humans. You have recognitions. You know, we have barbecues, family reunions. But we all can't be running back to Big Mama's house. Yeah, see, and I think that's what the problem in today's generation is because, when I was when I was eighteen, my dad gave me two choices: military or college. It was no third choice. Who gave it to you? His, my dad. Who gave he it said, to you? My dad. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? He was <laughs> yeah. like, "You're not coming back here," because he said, "If I went out and just got a job, then somewhere down the line, you, I was going to get screwed up." Do something wrong and be back in his house. Yeah. His house. Yeah. 
And what your you dad can't told have you is, to get out the nest and go get your own his house. That's, that's, that's right. That's structure. But yeah, but he told me that the proper way was not to go just out right out of high school and get a job. You you got to either go to the military where you get some discipline and you have a job. Or you go straight to college where you can learn how to better yourself, get some discipline, and live forever. It amazes so, me how many mothers think their child is too precious or sanctimonious for the military. Well, that's nurture, man. That's the nurture relationship of a mother. But you yet, know? they admire, you know, they admire the products of the military. You know, I wish my son would do this. I wish he would be like you. I wish he would do that. But it's like, but I joined the military. Right. Yeah, but that's because that takes you away from them. That takes you to to Korea for a while. That takes you to, you know, Turkey or whatever, to Texas. You got to live down. You're not right by where she can get her hands on. Bro, when you take the fruit out of the earth, the earth doesn't just release it. You don't see trees that just easily pull up out the ground and take the fruit and it comes easily pulls off. You got to pull because there's roots attached. That's the same thing with humans. You don't you just leave and it's time to go. Leave, okay, bye bye. No, it's roots. That's what happens when you have a balanced relationship with a woman and a man, whether it's stepfather or somebody's, you know, uncle or brother stepped in to be the role and play the man role because something happened to the father. But when it's balanced, you got a proper nurture relationship. But at some point in time, that fruit has now become ripe. And it is mature. It has to be plucked off. Now you said you said when it's balanced, right? Yes, yes, sir. I, I want to talk about it not being balanced. Okay. Um, and I don't know how many men on this phone have grown up without a father, but I know it's an epidemic, and I know it's more than one. It's more than two. It's probably more than five. Okay. And I've heard people say. Uh, over and over again, that a woman cannot raise a man. Cannot. Okay. My question to you is, and to the not just you, but everybody on the call is, but can a woman raise a husband? How? Boy, good grief. What a question. How? You can't raise a boy to a male to a man. How can you then skip the man process and go from male to husband? So you saying you saying every man, every man, every husband that was raised without a father is still an infant? No, all I'm saying is that there are elements that you're going to miss, whether it's work ethic. Well, some women have great work ethic, so they teach that. Or whether it's learning to be the one that embraces the role of a man. How can I teach you something that's not inherently built within me? But wait, wait a minute. Let me let me rewind. Let me rewind, fella, because um, you said that your mother raised you alone no, and without a father. You sound pretty today. good on this phone tonight. Exactly. Sound pretty so, good on this phone. You know, tonight. sound like she did a great job. No doubt. I'm but what you're missing, Rodney, is the this is the distance from when I left to where I'm at now. There's been a whole lot of learning that I did not pick up within my mother's house. Now, for me, my Mac, my bag of cards where it would be different for other people, but where I missed out is not having a male role model. I never learned work ethics. My mother didn't have a good work ethic. She never had a structure in terms of work ethic in the home. 
I missed out on having the entrepreneurial drive to go out there. And you can learn all the stuff you want. Learning is not what's going to give you the um, learning. Well, learning simple book knowledge is not going to give you the grounds to go out and make your mark in the world. I got I got the education, private school, grad school. Got the education. Wait, wait, wait. you got it. Go I got the education from how where my mom put me at. But okay. having education alone is simple. It's, it's the equivalent of saying me giving you a debit card with ninety thousand dollars, but you don't know how to use it. You left your house at what age? I would say probably out of college, so eighteen, After nineteen. College. So you you were with your mom till you were nineteen. Roughly, yeah. Yeah. And the average is pretty much we is eighteen, eighteen, nineteen. Okay. Mm-hmm. So pretty much she's been your foundation for nineteen years. Pretty much. Okay. All right. Yeah. I get it. And and what God has done with me in the last, jeez, 10, 12 years are those areas of masculinity, not not sexuality, but just your masculinity, where I really was either undernourished or just not nourished at all because my mom couldn't teach me how to be a man. She can teach me to be a respectful male and have all the boys out attributes, but she can't teach me manhood because she's never been within the accompaniment of being a man. So how can she show me the inner workings of me going from boyhood to manhood? But I, don't, I don't think Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Did Ryan. that brother just say undernourished or malnourished? I don't think y'all heard that. I heard it. I heard it. I heard yeah, it. I mean that—that's kind of deep right there to I say it. that you're yeah. malnourished or undernourished. Because Rodney, let me give you the first mild. example when I knew I, I was missing something. When I was in ninth grade, my mom nice boarding school. You know, I, I think about these opportunities now, but what I didn't take advantage of because I didn't know how to interact with other people. You know, other fourteen-year-olds, fifteen-year-olds. You know, now you grew up average with two brothers, cousins. Roughhousing, you know, I'm just as tender as can be. I'm, you know, I'm sensitive. You know, one of my first couple of weeks, you know, you pick up on those kind of um, body language elements from people, man. So I guess in a couple of weeks, they figure, oh, this dude's soft, man. You know, great boy, great, one of the best boys schools in the country, man. But, you know, I'm there living on campus. I ain't never lived away from home. Mm. And, man, I was in there one time, I took a shower, and somebody, you know, reached over, joked, and snatched my towel. And so I'm trying to peek out the bathroom, go back to my room, and somebody stands like, go ahead, man. They, they took it, so I go ahead. I'll I clear it. Hallway's clear. I run across the hallway, open the door, man. I ain't got nothing on me. Boom. They laughing so hard, somebody had pulled my drawer out in my room so that when I ran into it thinking the door was open, I just basically ran into a door. You know, they joking. It's funny. My feelings hurt. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. And those kind of emotional things where had I been growing up with you know, we we gonna not you know, we're gonna help you toughen up your skin. You know, I gotta slap box my kids to make them tough, but you know, this is the kind of things you roll house. You know, nah, you roll house a little bit. Nah, I had none of that. I'm not I mean, I agree but I'm gonna disagree. And the reason why I say that is because I know guys that Grew up with fathers and still are sensitive. 
that still need somebody to come get their back because they don't know how to fight or they don't know how to defend themselves or they just don't want to defend themselves. I don't really know if growing up with a father would have would have changed that aspect. It's not the fight it's aspect. It's just the, it, you know, it's just something as simple as male bonding, you know, mm-hmm. The stuff I'm I'm thinking I'm over reading every interaction fully. I got you. I got you. I got you. Well, listen, yeah. listen. I I went to a conference two weeks ago, and and it was all men, and we talked about uh, men that that were raised with a father and men that were raised without a father, and the 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 the, the majority of men said that what they were lacking with father in the house and with the father out the house was the relationship with the father. Some had a lack of relationship when the father was in the house, and some definitely had a lack of relationship when the father wasn't in the house. So just because you're raised with a father in the house doesn't mean you're going to have the male bonding. And then he, it, it doesn't mean, you know what I'm saying, because Pop's got an agenda, Pop's going out to make the money, Pop's doing his thing. It doesn't mean you're going to... You, uh, uh, I found my male bonding wasn't with my father. It was with my boys in the street. Mm. I believe I believe that he was talking about the concept of when you say a con when he's talking about majority of men that have a father and is doing what he is supposed to do as the father to his children have a relationship with his father or or, or with his son you know um uh, if if we look at the history you know uh, Willie Lynch man he had it I mean he might have been the father uh, Willie Lynch. You know, well, I had to because he understood that the relationship with the father to the children was so important that he had to separate it in order to control the children when they become adults. So he had to under he 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 understood that concept of how important the relationship from the father to the children because, like my man said, he was not in that area. So he was a little he was a little feminine in that area or, or sensitive in that area because, you know, when a father is not there, you can't be taught certain things. You can't be taught, you know, hey, uh, Cal has got to be grown on this thing. You can't, you know, you're not allowed to have these type of feelings when somebody playing with you like that. they just playing with you. You know, right now I'm trying to raise my grandson, uh, and he cries over everything. But if if my wife was to continue to raise him by herself, because every time she hears him cry, she, she runs away like something, like something dying or something. And if that behavior continues, he's gonna continue as his, as he grows to six, seven, eight, and nine, and on up to a grown man. And you know. Uh, and, and when he gets to 18, he's going to be used to that behavior. Now, i got to step in on the scene and tell her, look, stop running to his aid. So it's a balance that needs to be in the household because women are nourishers by nature. They're, they're going to react to that crying. Men are, are are just the opposite. You know, in the Bible, they used to let the uh, – when, when the children get a certain age, they say, hey, go out there and be with your father. The woman's job is pretty much over. Hey, you're off the nipple. You're winging. That's what happened to Isaac. Hey, once he was winged, hey, go with your dad. You out there in the fields learning how to work. Gotcha. But but the question was, can a woman raise a husband? Mm. Um, that was the question. And no. And, the answer is no. I, I, the answer and, is no. And, because and, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
I heard the brother saying something about going to grad school in Morgan. I heard the brother talking about great education. Uh oh. I heard the brother saying a lot of things earlier in the call about how to be a good husband, about how to how to uh 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 the uh what was the word we was using? Uh clan. Am I correct? About how your clan is supposed to react when they leave the nest. All these great things worthy of coming out of a good husband's mouth from a man that was raised until he was 19 by a woman. So but all I those things can be independent of being a husband. You can go to grad school, bounce a home, be all those things solo. You don't have to be a married man to do that. But ask a woman what she's looking for and what she's going to ask you. What she those are the outside, exterior things that you look for you know, a person says, I want somebody that can, you know, manage this. I don't like cars. I want them to do whether it's cook, don't cook, whatever. Those are okay. external things. Okay. Well, let's the, talk about the sensitive side then. Those things, once you get past the shell, right, of what you look at for a, a spouse, if you only stop at the shell and say, you know, back to when we got a couple of weeks ago with the checklist, if, if that person completes enough things off your checklist, you say, hey, marriage material. If you stop there, you're setting yourself up. Yeah, but because, I, I, I don't know how it's shell when we're talking about, we're talking about 19 years of foundation. But when it came down to the protection, he didn't. You learn protection from a man, okay? You're gonna look at your father, and he's gonna see how that father, you know, will wolf up at anybody who talks against his wife, or talk against his kids, or try to break in the house, and see how that father reacts. Now, if he never got that part of the education, and then when his mom step up to him when he's married and in a relationship, he's not gonna know how to come up against that to protect his wife. Oh, yeah. Now, okay. now, now, now okay. hold on, hold on, yeah. now, hold on. So now, I don't, I don't know because I'm not gonna speak for everybody's upbringing. But I can tell you this: you mess, and I'm just gonna speak on black women. Actually, I'll speak on Latino women as well because I'm versed in that too. <laughs> you go messing with their children, I can guarantee you they're not waiting for a husband or a father to show up to dish out a butt whooping. Those women are more than happy to pick up whatever's around them and take care of business for their children. Should the man be on standby because that woman is more than capable of doing that job? No, he should be in protective mode more so. Ooh, so, forget him. He's not around. Let's just say he's not around. She's raping them by, yeah. by herself. No, no we're, we're, about, we're talking about your question, Stan, can a woman raise a husband? And and and. And as far as, you know, my point of view was, is I don't believe so because there's certain things that he needs that she can't give him or provide for him. And in my example is when it comes down the protection aspect of a household, he wouldn't have learned that. So when, when, his, when his mom comes up against his household and his new wife, he wouldn't know how to protect his wife because he hadn't yet had that skill set. He well, didn't learn that. Well, Tony. Yes, sir. Yes, Tony. Can I just real quick before I get off here? Look, yeah, yeah. man, real quick. Sure. Uh, you, I, I understand the points you're trying to make here. Yeah. Uh, but a woman that needs to be married cannot raise a husband. Now, let me let me let me rephrase that. Let me make sure y'all understand. 
a woman marries a man, and let's say that man is lacking, she can't develop him into being a husband. Now, a woman who is single that has a child, she has a better chance of raising him, that child, into being a man that would be a good husband. So it can happen. It can happen if the woman is the child, the man's mother. Okay. But if the woman is the wife, then no, she cannot. Can we say that it has happened? Can we say that it what? That it has indeed happened. You said it can happen. Can we say that it has happened? It It has happened. It has happened. It can raise a child to be a good husband, yes. I just said a husband. I never said good husband. I said a husband. A husband, yes. A, oh, a single okay. woman can raise a baby, a male boy, into being a husband. Yes. Thank you. Well, when you wait a minute, you that's kind of generic though, because as long as I'm like you, you can make it to the age of eighteen and you're still alive. Boom, you husband material. You may not be a very good husband material. You may be really lacking. I can still be good. I'm going to tell you right now. It's going to depend on what you put into that boy to develop into a man. Right. Talk to him, Mike. No, when we're talking to marriage, we're talking about the ages around 25 and up. So, you know, you got to go through those lessons learned. You don't make mistakes. So, you know, your parents are only going to get you to the point where you got to go out in the world and you got to make mistakes so you know how to be able to yeah. raise a family. Can yeah. instill those principles of manhood in a boy? No. <laughs> I know you all don't want to hear this. I'm telling you, I do a lot of mentoring. I'm telling you, and the fathers need help. I'm going to tell you that right now with the stuff affecting our boys right now. But that's another topic. But I'm going to tell you right now, there are mothers out there who make sure their sons go through mentoring programs with men, make sure their sons are exposed to men. They are conscious about who they date, how they date, what man they bring around their child. They are conscious about the type of people that hang around their child and what their child is exposed to as far as the media and mainstream. Right. When these like, boys that sounds do, like protection there to me a little bit. Isn't it? No. That's so Protection. When you go to when you conscientious go to, effort of a woman. Yeah. Recognizing that she cannot naturally raise a man. She cannot just automatically think it's autopilot. Sure. Yeah. So, so, so you're saying so you saying that you could have a single woman that's making conscious choices of who she dates, signing her son or sons up for mentoring programs and compared to the next door neighbor who has a father in the home, the single the the single parent could actually be tapping into more resources for her son than the next door neighbor who has a father in the house. I see it every day. Mm. Mm. I the see it. between yeah. a woman doing all that stuff to and the change. woman don't want no man around her, her son. The support. I'm the only one. Oh, I'm sorry, bro. You say I you see it every day? I see it every day. I see it too. And I think that, I think that but, but what are you seeing? You're, you're seeing someone who's uh, getting assistance from a male figure for their 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 son. So can a woman raise? I thought the question again was: Can a woman raise a man to be a good husband? Yes. And that, she admits to herself that she cannot do it. Uh, right. Do it by herself. So that's that's the answer. The answer is no. She can't do it. 
because in, in that case there will be no there, there will be no need for a man in the house. You know, we uh, see, yeah, I think right. But you no, know, no, we'll, no, no. we'll we'll we'll, oh, hold, we'll on, hold on, hold on. You can't, you can't, you. We can't say it that way because regardless of whatever your household situation is with your mom, there are going to be men in your life, whether it be counselors, whether it be male teachers, whether it be a gym a gym teacher that's a male. A brother, a, a uncle. There's going to be a next door. There's going to be men somewhere around. What he's saying is that your mother may, if she's responsible enough, she's just going to arrange the meeting. That's all he's saying. Right. She's purposely introducing people into your life. Yeah. You can't hang around me this summer. You're going to go down to the boxing gym. You're going to go down and learn, you know, organized sports. You can't hang around me in my yarn club. You gonna go around? I got a group of guys down here to mentor. You know, 10 guys, I want you there. You're going to be there for two weeks. I don't want to go, Ma. I want to be around you. Right. Okay. That's the reason you're going. Okay. So here's another question. This will sound like a trick question. Who would be better to raise a man to be a husband? His, his father. father. Or his father? What was the question? It was who, question. Would be better, who would be better to raise a man to be a husband, his mother or his father? His father. His father. His father. His father. Absolutely. If I, you, everybody that's a trick question. Yeah, that's The reason why I made that statement is because when you when I got... Hello? Darren, Darren, you said the father? Yes, I said the okay. father. Okay, go ahead. Okay, and the reason why I say that is because when I got my divorce with my children's mom, you know, I made that point in the court. And, the, and that very point... Um, since the judge saw that I was inter- really, really interested in the genuine uh, raising of my children, uh, the, 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 that I made in custody was, look, do not call me when he gets 16 and knocking over liquor stores and robbing people and, and beating on his mom and then calling me and say, hey, it's time for you to take over. At that point, he's already who he's going to be because she couldn't do her job as the man because she can't raise him to be what I am. Only I can do that. And, and you know, bottom line, that uh, uh, along with some other things, I have had custody of them since the beginning, and she wasn't on crack. She wasn't no prostitute. She was a. She was a. It was a battle of who's the better parent. Do you think she could have done the parenting role if she was the pers- type of person who said, you know, I recognize all that, but I'm going to take the initiative to introduce him to other males and during his formative years, so that he's not knocking over liquor stores. But not when his father, not when these children's father have two master's degrees. You can't compare. Right. I'm not saying now. I'm not saying I'm the man and all that other stuff. But don't 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 grab no inmate or ex-convict or trash man. And I'm not knocking these 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 jobs or careers. But if I'm telling you that that I have these things and I'm instilling in my children education, 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 and all the men that you know barely got their high school diplomas. How are you going to compare them to his own father? You know, so I my I, those points that I made to to lead the judge to uh, to give me custody. And no no offense, bro, but that same argument can be just as one sided on the other side if you had nothing but 
you know, grade school ambitions, and she had, you know, dual masters and all kind of other things. Right. You know what I mean? It could have been the same way on the other side. Like, this would be insane for you to part these children with this man because he was going nowhere fast. So I guess if everything being equal, it really, I'm, you know, I guess is that pretty much the question outside of the accoutrements of stuff we learn and stuff we uh, attain, just purely the physicality of being a man or a woman, who would be the better parents to escalate that boy to a manhood or a husband, husbandhood? To husband, to husband, yeah. I think they both fail equally. Okay, I'll take that. I think they I both fail equally for the same I'll reason that, that you, you ever see a tree outside, in order for a tree to grow properly, you have tree braces, two of them. Mm. Mm. Talk mm. about it. And if you don't, if you take one, it'll it won't work. And if you have none, the tree will become gnarled and it will eventually become warped and grow into something bizarre. You have two tree braces that put equal amount of pressure from both sides in order for the tree to grow. And then when the tree becomes at a certain point, you don't need those braces anymore. Train a child up in the ways that they should go, and they won't depart. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good and, 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 and that's great words, actually. Now, if it's me, right, and, just, and, and I know it sounded like a trick question, but actually, if you think about this now, I've been married for a long time, twice. Still trying to get it right. I'm on this call with y'all because I'm trying to get it right. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I'm trying to get it right. But guess what? My wife knows what a good husband is. She knows what she wants. She could probably sit down and tell me some more things that she's rationing out. My mom could probably sit down and say, okay, well, this is what it's going to be. This is what it's going to take to be a great husband. These are the things that you do. Because I'm a woman and I know because I know what I want. So if my father is still trying to figure it out, like I'm still trying to figure it out, he's he, he's limited to what he can tell me. But if I'm going to ask her, she already knows what she expects out of him, what she expects from a man. You follow what I'm saying? So I'm pretty sure right. that she can lead me in the right steps. She said, well, these are the things that make me happy as a wife. These are the things that you do. Here's some ground rules. Do this, 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 this. And then when that doesn't work, do this, 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 that. You follow what I'm saying? The man is still trying to figure it out because we never get it. We always are in a situation where we're looking for more information, hopefully, to try to be better. So that's why I asked the question, who would be better to, 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 to school you to being a better husband other than someone that wants a good husband? The only one that can school you to be a better husband is the woman that you're with, not your mom. Because No, no, no. I'm just saying between your mother and your father. That was the question. Can I chime in? Please do, please do, please do. I think, um, first of all, it's a good question, but to me, I feel like you have to kind of break it up into um, two different categories. Now, just take me for an example. I grew up, you know, in the house as my mom, my stepmom. I'm sorry, my mom and my stepdad. Um. No, it wasn't the best marriage in the world. You know, thanks be to God, it got better as they got older. Um, but I think it was it was a dual thing because even though my that was not 
the best example a husband from watching him. I had an excellent example of a provider. The difference. Now, as far as learning how to connect with my wife that I have now emotionally on a sensitive level, I attribute that to my mom. Gotcha. You see what I'm saying? So it took both of them, you know, even though in all of this warped, you know, whatever, it took both of them to to make me now uh, the husband that I'm still be trying, you know, trying to be. But it right. took because I could be a very sensitive dude, rub my wife feet, and ooh, baby, let me wash your hair, and you know, that not be paying no bills. You see what I'm and saying? So I, you know, I think my mom taught me how to be a sensitive husband, but my pops taught me. You know, you got to pay these bills. This is your job. Sure, sure. So I think it's, you know, it's kind of a two-sided coin. That's exactly right. It's, it's I designed it's, that way. not designed to say one or the other is better at doing this. It's designed. The family structure is designed from the foundation, right, of the earth, of creation, um, to have different unique um, abilities of a woman, of a, of, a, of a man, of a husband, of a father, um, of a, a wife, whatever. You know, it's designed that way that you're adding something of value to it. When you talk about teaching, I mean, we talk about school. When you go to school, you have multiple teachers. Right. You don't, go through, you don't just go through one teacher. So through, throughout life, you learn, through, you know, whether you, are, you have something in a single family, I think God always makes up the difference no matter where you at. There's some people who end up being around the mentors or, you know, others within the neighborhood or, you know, whatever, on the job or what have you, who are also going to help you learn. Irregardless if you have a, a good father in the house and a good mother in the house, there's still others who are going to have influence over doing that, over, you know, um, helping you to grow and develop. And so, you know, the same thing with marriage. I mean, everything that a Christian knows, everything that a godly person knows about marriage was written by a single person. Mm. So, you know, you, you scratch your head on that one for a little while because <laughs> cause, cause we would never think. We said, we'll take advice. We're going to take advice from a, from a married person. We don't want to take advice from a single person. You've never been married. You've never been in my shoes. But we're calling ourselves Christians and being a godly husband. Mm-hmm. Everything we learned about being a godly husband was written by a single man. Mm-hmm. So to say that a woman can't teach you some aspects of manhood I think you know it's a little is a little far fetched only because everything manhood is measured upon is how you treat the woman. Mm. Yes, no, I agree with you, but I also agree with the brother just spoke for the simple reason that he said you can't wash hair and talk about all the stuff. It's not gonna pay the bills. No, 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 and no, no, the no. Same, it, I understand what you're saying. Like it's. A woman can teach aspects of manhood. Yes, she can, most certainly. But aspects don't add up to be the equivalent of the total picture. You know, I can have certain ingredients to apple pie, but if I don't have the full mix of what I need, all I have is some ingredients. But guess what? You know? Somebody, somebody's going to eat that apple pie. No, they wouldn't, bro. Not they with, wouldn't eat. With less if, I, if I all I brought was salt, butter, flour, and that's it. You ain't eating that. <laughs> you, what an apple? You don't, 
You got to put that exactly, in. exactly. That's what I mean. You got to have other ingredients added. And if all I got is this, and I know I need more to it, I got to go find somebody who can help me complete this picture. I and got if I got, you know, yeah, 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 I got. You. It's um, you know, on the flip side, I can't teach a girl to be a woman. Right. I can teach you how to be respectful and all that good stuff and all the traits and qualities, but there's certain unspoken, uh, not innate things, man, that, you know, two females just know, you know? They're like, yeah, you but, know, I don't yeah, have but, any listen, but listen, but listen, but you could still raise a daughter. And you can raise the daughter. Yes, you can. You can raise the daughter, and she could probably be a great wife when you're done. But there's going to be things that she's missing that are not going to make her as strong as a product. I, I got that, but there's things that a lot of people are missing that grow up in the homes with two parents as well. But this is a point that we're missing, and I was trying to use the school as, a, as an analogy with that, is that you can't. I don't care who you are or who we think we are as men. We cannot teach, nor will we ever teach our sons to be uh, everything that they need to know about manhood. We won't. Because That's you know true. Why? You know why? Because we don't know. That's true. That's, That's, just... call. If you, That's if, true. If you, if you do everything, you want to be on the call, right? Or you'd, be, you'd come and drop all kinds of different wisdom on the call. The, the bottom line is we don't even understand ourselves. Therefore, we don't understand Fully manhood, regardless if we had a, a father in the house or we were raised by a woman, it doesn't matter. We've learned some things over time. We've learned through our fathers if they were in the in, in the house. We've learned from other people in the neighborhood, the uncles or play cousins or whatever they were. We've learned from people. We've learned from books. We've learned from Bible studies. We've learned from Paul, right, Christ himself. We've learned a lot of different attributes of what a husband is, what a father is, what a man is. We don't know all of that. Therefore, we can't teach all of that. And so to say that a woman can't train or teach a man, I think is is a little harsh, only because she does have some elements that help build a man. Mm-hmm. But she, she don't have. have yes. And you, you, you're saying she have. I mean, you, you, you're 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 saying that a woman can raise a man to be. Uh, at a certain stature where he needs to be in society, but that's not that I I really disagree with that because I'm going to say well, when I was being raised, my mom used to tell me, "Hey, go over there and learn about transmissions from Mr. So and So, and then go up there and learn how to make moonshine with Mr. So and So, and then go over there and learn how to make, you know, we she sent me to. Every kind of man with every kind of profession, legal or illegal, illegal, you know, it she just wanted me out of her head. But what she was doing, I was being developed in all of these teachings. And I was like, wow, you can do this with that. She couldn't teach me that. So when when she couldn't, it, I mean, I really believe, even though I don't say it in the Bible, that it takes a village to raise one child. And if we don't grow our kids on that concept and thinking, hey, we can do it all ourselves, then we we gonna lose from the exactly. from the, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, but yeah so I take my kids. I mean, look, you go over there because I don't know how to do it. Hey, go with so-and-so because I don't like football. Or go over there and I don't like this, you know, so go with them to the race car show. I don't even like cars. But if you want to go to, to, to over here to learn how to do this, then, yeah, come with me. You know, if you want to go over here and, you know. So Darren, Darren, yes, sir. Question. So if your son 
wants to learn how to play the piano and you don't know how to play, play the piano, what are you going to do? I'm going to take him to a person that, that teaches piano lessons. Does that make you less of a man because you don't know how to play the piano? No, sir. That makes me more of one because I admit that I don't know how to do something. Exactly. Okay. That's the point I'm making. <laughs> and she, and she said, the, brother, the brother said, that, you know, the Bible doesn't say it takes a village. Right? And, and he's right, it doesn't say it in that form, but it does say we know in part, which mm. indicates that we need to be together, we need to fellowship, we need to come together, and we need to learn from each other, man, woman, boy, and girl. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We can learn a lot. We can learn from our kids. Yeah. I, I'm just saying there's a lot of single uh, parenting going on. And women are raising men, and I know we say that it can't happen effectively, but I I just beg to differ because I know too many men that have, that are great fathers, great husbands, and they've been raised in a single parent home. But you can't you can't I don't believe you can attribute that to the, just the mothers alone. I believe that you can right. attribute them to just okay when I grew, uh, Mister So and So showed me how to do this and 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 let me to believe that I should be in the military or whatever. No man in the house. I'm just saying no man in the house. No but man. There man. But there is a man somewhere. It may not be there's in the it may not be the bed. But he's y'all can't say that. Come on, y'all can't say that. There's gonna be a man in school. The teacher in school is gonna be a man. It's gonna be a but, man living next door. It ain't gonna be an old woman world. No, it's be a man but, somewhere. Come on, you, man. Come you on, man. Pass by people. That doesn't mean that you're interacting with them in a level that's deep and intimate. You pass right. by people on the bus. So I can I could be no car. I pass by dozens and hundreds of men, women every week. So what does that yeah, mean? Okay. But, but you gotta life. look at it though, man. Look at it though. You got look at these kids now. They see yeah. a man. They see a man in the street dealing drugs with 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 a fine car. So they see other males who are products of other broken relationships, and he's running that same sentence back three generations. That's what they see. Oh, complete, continuously watered down product of what happens when you have. And it's, in most of the cases, it's not the woman don't want no man in a relationship or that. You got males who never grew up to learn how to be a manhood. You can't just drop your seed and roll. You have to be the farmer, tend it, grow it, nurture it. But they don't do that. Mm-hmm. And therefore, they end up with all these wildcats growing out in the field. Mm-hmm. And those wildcats, that's what they learn. So you know what they do? They work on their physicality so they can attract others, and they go out there and do the same thing. Amen, my brother. And I want to you know, I want to I, I I ask a question. Um, does does anybody have son? Oh, I, I, got, I have a son. I don't, I don't have a son. Oh, son. No. I have one. I do. Yes. Yeah. To to those of you that have sons, um, do you think that your wife will help pick your son's wife? Well, my son. This. this Okay, I'll let somebody else answer first. It might have went over some heads. No, well, I'm, all I'm going to do is laugh because it ain't going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to sit there and laugh in my – I'm going to fall on the ground laughing because she's going to be so hot with any girl that he brings to the house. <laughs> You're missing it, you, but be down. you miss missing it. But no. Oh no! I you know what he's saying, but I just had to throw that out there. I can't <laughs> help it, man. What's he missing? I mean, she's gonna have a lot to do with. She's gonna have always like she's gonna she have, have a lot, lot to do with the woman. Absolutely. No, but that's there's why no doubt I'm gonna be sitting back laughing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, uh, my my wife, uh, my son, 
him seeing my wife and his sister uh, in his mind, you know, he completely went left. He want white women. You know, he want Mexicans. He want all these other things. I'm like, you think just because you see your mom raising sand every now and again and your sister getting on your nerve that you don't think they got their own problems on that side too? You know, so it's a maturity thing. And I, I got to practically hold my wife back to let her know, look, if you if he wants to date somebody outside of the race, you only going to push him even faster towards that if you resist and talk against it. So I said, just let him be growing. You know, he's growing. He's going to fall on his face, and he's going to pick himself up again, and he might like it, and he might not, but it, that is going to be his life. So it's hard for me to try to tell my wife, stay in your lane as a mother at this time, know what hat to put on when you're talking to your children. You know, right now it's time to be mother, and then right now it's time to be friend, and right now it's time to be a listener. If he's telling you that he wants this type of woman, don't get mad or don't get offended. Just let him roll with it and see what happens. Well, you just said something profound, brother. I don't know if you realize it or not, but you just said something profound. And just rewinding back up to the topic, how my mother helped pick my wife. Would your mother have picked a wife of a different race? No. In in my case, no. She would get offended because, you know, I she would be appalled, I would say, that even think that I had the thought going outside because of her own color. She would think that, hey, you need to pick somebody like me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm perfect, you know. Anybody else? I mean, would, and maybe some of y'all are married outside of your race. Um, but would your mother have picked her? If, if you know, if you if you think about it, like if you, you know, maybe had a, a little lineup or something and, you know, there was uh, – some different races in Atlanta. Would your mother have picked a wife of a different race? I think that depends on what your mama experienced in her years in being teenage twenties. You know, my mom dated a white guy. She she was telling me about some white guy she was dating in Philly, man, and back in the sixties, early seventies, and and uh, now nah, I was in the seventies, so the sixties, and uh, how he come over to West Philly, man, and. And she had to tell the boys in the neighborhood to stop messing with him because he come and they try to beat him up. <laughs> he, he was like, Lily, I can't come over there, but I got I'm fighting every time I get off the train. But so would I? Yeah, my mom wouldn't have. You know, my she my mom's conflict and maybe some with other people. It wasn't about race. The conflict was in herself. She could have picked anybody, but as soon as she picked them, then it would have never been a satisfaction of it's time to pass on what I have to something else. You know, a farmer doesn't trust the ground to yield the fruit and to sever it from the ground. That's the farmer's job. Mm-hmm. Farmer plants the seeds. The earth is nurtured by the farmer, but it's the earth's job to actually grow it. But the earth's not responsible for cutting it loose. That's the farmer's job. Same thing with men. You plant the seed, that's your job. The nurturing part of it 
You know, it's not all the nurture, but most of the nurturing is done by the woman, the care, the nurture, the emotional attachments, and all those things. But at some point, when that process is complete, you got to get off of the limb, and that's the father's job. Okay, like he said, you know, I got to tell my wife, look, this is what you got to start doing because you're going to end up all this nurturing and trying to overprotect. You're going to do counter what you want. You're going to end up with a, with a product that's you know, still connected to us that can't learn on their own. Mm. Words. I want to change directions, if I could. I grew up in the Ike and Tina era, where, <laughs> um, marital abuse, yeah, where marital abuse wasn't frowned upon as it is now. And I've seen some things in my own household that I don't think anybody should see as a child, um, as far as abuse and uh, drunkenness and violence and all these things. Um, And my mom endured a lot, more than any woman should have to. Um, and And I say this because I know that there are a lot of houses that were just like mine. But fast forward to 2013, I think the women are different now um, to certain things. How so? And, well, let me let me throw the question out here and then you'll understand. Um, the question is, can your wife endure the same things that your mother endured? Is she strong <laughs> You mean could they switch, like, timelines? No, no, not timelines, brother, just endured. The same thing. Now you're you're you may be different because I think that you are from from a single parent home. So I'm talking about women that were that had to deal with stuff within a marriage that they shouldn't have, but they dealt with. Could your wife deal with the same exact things and be strong enough, or things of that nature? Because you, what you're talking about, Mr. Host, is you know how you know our mothers and our grandmothers, unfortunately, you know, like you said, you know, may have had to put up with some abuse, some. Uh, some some drunken stupors, some uh, fast women on the side, mm. and say it. I, I I get what you're saying, and I mean, I, could could our wives today could could the modern day 2013 wife deal? You know, and and I think that you know if you look back at you know our mothers and our grandmothers, um, you know who who unfortunately had to deal with those things. Uh, with our fathers and grandfathers or, you know, parental figures in our lives, that it's almost as if that they they kind of dealt with it in, in, in stride. Like, they didn't walk around broken, you know, but, but they were probably really broken inside, but you, they didn't let you see it. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas I don't know, you know, number one, could the 2013 modern-day wife, you know, she would probably just roll out on you, mm. you know. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't think she would, you know, put up with those things. Especially, I mean, it. You know, you look at the. Unfortunately, you look at uh, back in the day. It was multiple things. It was like you know. Unfortunately, you had dads who were drunk, and you know, maybe hanging hit out. mom a couple of times, hanging out and running women. And so it was, it was like multiple things. It wasn't like well. And you nobody know. said nothing to him. It's just, hey, that's the way it is. My house, shut up and keep it moving. Exactly. It wasn't like, well, Craig, yeah, he he drinks a little, you know. It's like, no, Craig, you know, he might pop me in the eye. You know, he'll hang out with his boys. But he's and, a good man. Yeah, yeah. 
you know. <laughs> so it was these multiple things that, unfortunately, the women um, back in the day were dealing with multiple issues and kind of just took it in stride where you, you look at the modern-day woman. If it was one thing, if Craig, you know, took too many drinks or hung out with his boys, there's going to be a problem. Oh, no. Hey, I think could they? Yes, would they? No, if we're speaking in general, uh, I would say no. Uh, I I don't I don't know if there's anything new under the sun. To be honest with you, I don't I don't know if any of that from whatever period that was is different than this than this day and age. There's still a lot of the kind of the same stuff going on. Maybe not with the brother that's on this call, sure. but in terms of. Uh, Men drinking, men hanging out, Papa being a Rolling Stone, uh, in and out of the house or in and out of prison or whatever the case is. Uh, I think a lot of that still goes on today. She has to kind of maybe she's the breadwinner, maybe that's different uh, from that. But uh, in terms of him being in and out of the house and her have to hold down the stability of the house, I think a lot of that still takes place today. Matter of fact, I think that probably happens a lot more today than it did. Yeah, back I then. agree with that. But. Um, mm. But they I ain't even married no more now. Is, I think the mentality right. is different to the point where they I, wouldn't do it today, not that they couldn't. Yeah, people and talk I, about, I ain't going to take that from no man. I ain't going to take that. Well, it, it is happening more. It, it hap- It's so blatant now. It's on the songs. It, it <laughs> amazes me that you have females who are, as I call it, a so wildcat now that they have no personal understanding of really what it is to be respected. Mm. Everybody says, respect me, I'm my own man, I'm a grown woman, I'm a grown man. But they don't really understand it because if you really thought about it, if somebody is putting out records that talk about, give me head, you good for brains, I'll put you in your place, story, 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 and you're up there singing it, <laughs> that, really, that as a, as a player, that lets me know right there you prime to be dominated. You prime. <laughs> I don't care what you say. I know right now that you've already accepted it. You wouldn't have the women of previous. Let's say go back two. You can't even do that now. Two, you know, three generations. They wouldn't do that because over the last three, four generations, that's become the watered down process. Not immediately. But every generation got a little looser, a little laxer, a little looser, a little laxer. And then after three or four watering downs of that, that's what you got. You know, he was, Maury Povich would have not existed back in the 70s, and he darn sure wouldn't have existed back in the 60s. <laughs> but what did you say that was different, though? I think that you just said it. You said that, you know, yeah, these uh, this is going on, and you listen to what, you know, how the, the lyrics of the songs are, but... The key difference is they're not married. No, the host, but that didn't happen immediately. Yeah, the, the host said wives. You know, these were they, they were yeah. married to Rolling Stones. They right. were married to drunkards. I mean, so the difference is sure. This is going on, going on today. Will go on tomorrow, and next week too. But the difference is that's just her boyfriend. Yeah, <laughs> we just kicking it. Yeah, exactly. That's just my friend with benefits or whatever you want to call it. I'll be honest with you. When I first heard, like, this group, and I don't know exactly how many people are regulars here, 
But it just sometimes I think sit back and think like this is pretty amazing, and she got this Huxtable like gathering of <laughs> black men that are all yeah. really married. You know what I mean? Because I'm like I'm one of them people. Like I, I can step back and I like to see her from both sides of the plate, man. People say, "Oh, so and so is racist." You see how they act? You know they say they say I look like so and so, and I'm like, you know, if I was white and I saw you coming down the street after watching you or Maury Povich jump up like an ape, I'm crossing the street too. I seen it, you know what I mean? I see you go off all the time. You always crazy. I'm across the street too. So you know this this whole thing of how black men act and nobody the women don't hold them accountable, but they haven't been taught how. I right. see so many these girls do. You want to see the main difference? And I'm going to step out. B17, B19, B25. No, not that far. Let's say 17, 18, 19, and find some freaky John. That's 14, 15, knocked up, she's pregnant. Okay, you're going to be in a relationship. You're going to be the man. Yeah, I'm going to take care of my responsibility. Now, do that same skit down in Georgia. Watch how quickly you get you get sent up for jail. You get prosecuted. I, I, I remember the story of the boys who um, some girl was on videotape blowing out all of them, right? Parents went and had the boys arrested for statutory rape. Hmm. They was like, you're not, that's statutory rape. Daughter's on just as free as she can be. They wasn't playing that mess with the law. Black people, daughter 14, 16, that's statutory rape. All they worried about, you know, you're going to be around, you're going to put some money, you're going to buy some diapers. The hell with that. Hmm. But if all you know is you settle for less and less and less, if that's all you've been taught, that's all you're going to do. Y'all not going to do it because y'all have a different mentality, assumably. Yeah. Assumably. But if that's all you know, you you come out of the courtroom a win as long as he buying diapers and he around, you know, he, he, he take care of his responsibility. <laughs> yeah, I, um... I think back to what we were saying, and that's a good point. I think that the divorce rate tells a different story um, in reference to what the women would tolerate now versus what our mothers, grandmothers tolerate. Mm. I right. think the fact that um, um, men have less room for error in 2013 with making mistakes. Um, and again, our fathers weren't bad men. They just were taught wrong. And they were, I'm not going to just say taught wrong, but certain things were allowed, and the fathers, fathers, fathers did it. You know, uh, and, 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 and mothers were in a position to say nothing. Right. The breadwinner, you're bringing the money home. I got to sit here and take it. Now it's different. But um, is a woman like that, that hung in there? With her family, with her husband, through all that drama and adversity, is that woman to be admired to some degree? Because the divorce rate is so high now with the women now that just don't tolerate any of it? Well, it, I think it depends on what you tolerate, you know. I mean, if if you're 
if you're tolerating uppercuts mm. and if you're tolerating being thrown bleach on in in a way to help your man work through it, that shows the <laughs> lack of understanding of, of you as the woman as to what you can really change about the mentality of a person. You know, that that's a totally different level of, of uh, help that's needed. But if you're in there because, you know, your husband, you know, he, he hasn't gotten it right yet as far as the finances or, you know, he's learning how to um, be more of a um, uh, developed man in terms of taking care of the household, and he's not there yet, but he's getting better. Yeah, because, you, like you said, there's a lot of females and males mostly, but the first sign of trouble, I'm out. Yeah, but how many females will wait for the cat, you know, to serve his bid, but won't wait until he gets his education? <laughs> yeah. And throw a party, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you got one brother say, you know, I'm about to do this bid, you know, four years, and you got another brother, like, you know, be going to school and, you know, get, get my degree and everything. Uh, I'm going to hold you down. I'm going to hold you down while you're serving it. <laughs> i hold my nigga down. I'm going to hold him down. Okay. <laughs> like, really? I'm going to hold you. Yeah, you can make good stuff, man. And that's, oh, man. There's that, there's that nurture again. There's the nurture. Who are we throwing the parties for the coming home thing? The women. So-and-so coming home. What's he coming home with? What did he pick up in two years down at the lockup? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, but he's coming home to what? What did he? What did he get? What's he gonna do differently now that he's home? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. But but the brother that's out there, uh, you know, it's you know either you, it depends. Man, I'm telling you, bro, it's so many different varieties of it. You know, the woman I, I plan my career. I'm a be this at 25, junior VP by 30. I work in a male-dominated corporate society, but I got plans and moves. Well, she may or may not be willing to pause herself so that her man can finish such and such. I mean, on paper, it's, it's the plan they think they want to work with, but can she step out and do that? Or vice versa. You know, you got guys coming in with all the plans in the world, but nobody ever talks that your masculinity is not defined by who makes more money. So they got a problem making 30, 25, you know, and she's making 80 because they think they're going to lose control of the marriage. I'm going to be, I'm going to be second tier. I, I got to, I can't have that. You know, it's, and everybody got their own little mixed bag to build with. So, yeah, so, so anyone that dealt with, um, abuse as far as the father and mother was concerned, an abusive dad, and you were there witnessing it, but there was nothing you could do. Um, or there was something that you could do, but you didn't do it. And then you fast forward it today and talk about your kids being mm. in the house your house, and there's certain things that we do to our wives that can be uh, uh, considered abuse. A lot of times it may not be 
physical. It could just be raising your voice. It could be coming home late. It could be playing PlayStation two, three hours in the morning, neglecting your wife, not hugging, not kissing. You know, no openly affection, but the kids are watching that. Mm-hmm. If you're that kid, what what would you say? How can you how can you change it? What would you do to change it if you were that kid and you got a chance to sit down and talk to your dad? Uh, what what do you change? Do, do you even know what's right? You just assume what was hitting the plate is the right thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you just you just take you don't you don't have it. What's your barometer? Well, well, when 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 I seen my mom, you know, like I said, she I didn't meet my dad until I was thirteen, but along the way, before she married the man who continued to raise us, you know, at at the age of 10, she had boyfriends. And all these boyfriends were very abusive because of her choice. And when they were very abusive physically, then, you know, us as kids, four, five, six, and seven, we saw, I'm not going to say we saw, we just saw the holes, we just saw the, the results of what took place the previous night. And as we were told to go in our room and we can hear uh, as children, we can only hear the thundering fist pounding towards some kind of. Oh, man. So in, in getting all that, all of that, and you try to put your head up under a pillow to try to make it seem like it's not so bad. And then when you wake up the next morning and see your mom barely can walk, you see, you know, black eyes and you, oh. you holes in the wall and then you you uh, you automatically begin developing a uh, an understanding of what not to be even at a young age of 5 6 and 7 so right. you know uh my sister you know and it and it affect kids different ways you know um my sister grew up uh in my opinion you know she thought that she since I allowed her to hit me and I would never touch a woman because I've seen what that dude, those guys did to my mom. So I decided to never touch a woman. Uh, so my my sister grew up thinking that, you know, it's okay to hit because that's the norm. And, you know, mm-hmm. and have a man today. Now, and I shared this with my first wife, and she knew that, okay, I got a top secret clearance. I can't hit her anyway. So... She tried to, you know, play the reverse role and try to hit me. And I was like, wait, hold on now. You know, mm-hmm. you're not going to contact military police on me and me lose my TS top secret clearance and, 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 and trying to combat you because we have some conflicting words, you know. Wow. So, but that always, every time a woman or my wife or anybody upsets me, the first thing that turns back my mind is those times when what will happen if I result into this 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 WCW with you and how the kids are going to look at you tomorrow or what are you going to look like tomorrow because I am a man I don't hit a man you know and expect not to receive anything back. But at the same time, I need to be the kind of husband because I really had to seek God because I ain't had no, I mean, you know, you really don't have any choice when you, when you grew up that way. And 
you really kind of one way street. You know, your life is headed towards one type of relationship. Uh, you don't find something to intervene or intercept you. And 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 I and you know, gladly I found God. Luckily I found God, and He showed me that's not the way. You know, you were taught wrong. You know, so when I when when I always think about you know, even though they hear us arguing, they're not gonna see you come out of here with a black guy. They're not gonna see mm-hmm. you you hurt. They're not gonna hear no walls crushing. They're not gonna hear no 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 bones breaking. They're not gonna hear any of that. So right. It's down to a level where we can both talk instead of us arguing, so we won't even think about that level. Mm, that's a good word. Have you ever come to the guy said that he saw it with his uh, parent or with his mom getting physically abused? Have you ever gotten to such a heated conversation or confrontation? Because you ain't conversating at that point. You ever got to a confrontation with somebody or another female where you could feel? Your anger level just build into, you know, I man, you say the wrong combination of stuff or keep going at me, I might just hit you. Yeah, I mean, thoughts rain like start that. Looking like a man. Yeah, I mean, you those start looking like a man. Those those thoughts, you know, it 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 it, it comes in my it comes in my mind. You know, it, it's on a lot of occasions. You know, you know, people upset you, especially women, especially the one you with. But at yeah. the same time, you got to understand that uh, once you understand that your spirit needs to be consistently developing every single day, then you you got to take that that word that she's kind of trying to insult you with by calling you all kind of names and trying to make you feel like less of a man. You got to say, you know what, uh, this is not worth it, you know. And 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 even though you're trying to get me mad. I'm not going to go there with you because I am the priest, prophet, and king in this house, and every authority is subject to a higher authority, and your authority is going to be only limited to what you think it is because at the end of the day when you calm down, I still make the decision. So you can yell and scream all you want, but at the end of the day, I am making a decision, and you're going to be right with it. Yeah, so you, 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 were, you were doing that off of off word. <laughs> I remember, man, my first, my wife got on my nerves, man, it was something, and my wife would always be quick to talk about, I'm leaving, I'm going to, you know, she knew she would get on, she knows that she gets on my, my blackest civil rights nerves, talking about, I'm leaving, because she's like, all right, you ain't going to go, like, what do you mean, I'm leaving, I'm going to stay at the hotel somewhere, no, you know, I don't know where you're going, and want to get loud, and I went and took my wife's keys once, like, you ain't leaving out of here. Man, and she bit my arm, and I shook her off my arm, man. Like, I, I mean, I wow. like, I shook her, shook her off me, and ended up. I guess I, it 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 got a gun, man. And she kept on going, and man, she made me so mad. I kicked that cat. I was like, it went in slow motion, and I couldn't believe that I actually just punted the cat. And <laughs> it was like, oh my, like the cat did a did like a. A one eighty man in air. Before she landed against the bookshelf, and that cat ain't talk to me. That cat ain't come around me for like three or four days, man. I, I felt so bad, but I could. In that moment, I knew what it was like to give in just a bit to your physical uh, mentality of just letting go. Mm. 
ain't no have no filter, you know. And some people grow and a lot of people, you know, a lot we will grow up with little to no filter now. To the point of not even talking about hitting. Like you looked at me wrong or you kicked my shoes and I'm ready to shoot you. Mm. No filter at all. Life will teach you filters, you know, uh, that's the responsibility of the people who raise you, mother, father, or other, to put filters in place. You know, Jesus said, if you turn the other cheek, that's filters. You know, Jesus got mad. He flipped up tables and stuff in the synagogue. It's, it's love. The Bible says that God is slow to anger. They say he don't anger at all. But it also say, it also say uh, be angry, be angry, but sin not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh. But, 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 but y'all got to remember that that uh, God was angry in in the Old Testament. That man will take you out in a second. No, no, he wasn't. He wasn't. I don't want to go too far. Was, I don't want to go too far into the Bible stuff. But I just want to ask this one question, right? Because when the brother said that she bit his arm, and it took him to a place that he didn't feel he didn't want to go. Let's just say it that way. But it could have went either way, because most times somebody bites your arm, you're gonna hit them, right? Mm-hmm. So he could have really blacked that eye, if mm. anything, but just to get her off the arm, right? Mm. So let's just say that that happened, and then we go to this 2013 wife, would have rolled mm. out, mm-hmm. versus that Icantina wife from back in the day that we was talking about might have said. Okay, I understand. I bit your arm and you hit me, and maybe I started it, and and I'm a I'm a roll with. It, it's just going back to saying that the women from now can't take as much as our moms did back in the day. I think they wouldn't take it to that properly. Exactly, because I think that it had you blacked her eye and she would have had to go public with that eye. Oh my it God. would have been an issue. Versus mom. No. Back in that, put the makeup on and said, "Okay, I understand, and I'm gonna keep it moving." And it's none of y'all business why my eye don't look right. Yeah, bro, Maybelline ain't invented will cover up my wife. <laughs> oh man, hey, I wouldn't be on this call. I tell you that, I'd be coming from the jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the purpose of us all all being here is, I mean, the only way we can we can learn how to do something correctly. It's to learn from the person who built us, you know, who placed this spirit inside of us to to yeah. get in tune with it, so we cannot go there. Because I yeah. mean, flesh, you can go anywhere you want to go with flesh, and you 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 in your legal right to, because that's it's only flesh. But when you have a spirit that's attached to this flesh, say I have to get in tune with this spirit in order to not knock your head off, because you yeah. I mean. In your case, in my wife's case, I say you lucky that I'm in tune with my spirit because you don't want to see me like that. I mean, don't yeah. no wife want to see her husband like that? But you know, but when she pushes it, pushing him over the edge, you know, it's coming. And and a lot of women they try you so because they want to see. You know, I don't know why they want to see, but it's just like they, it, it's like in them to see how far they could go. You know, it's your butt. Go ahead. Yeah, I I don't understand because I mean, when 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 my wife would see how far I go or any other folks before that, I would get so mad I would hit the wall. I'd put a hole in my own stuff. 
Because mm-hmm. I had to hit something. I just felt that, you know, I had to get that aggression off, and it was just, you get so angry where you you, you know you're not going to hit your wife, but you got to hit something. Man, I'm going to tell you, the best release that I have ever came up with, and it might not work for everybody, but um, my wife pissed me off one day so bad. She asked me, hey, how much, uh, she got this juicer, and she wanted to start this new juicing thing. And she said, how much can I spend? I'm going to Sam's. How much can I spend on fruit? I said, all right, we on the budget, $50. She said, I'm going to Sam's. 50 ain't going to be enough. I said, okay, 100 but I don't. you don't need no $100 worth of fruit. But, okay, I'll give you a number that that'll shut you up, 100 So she goes to Sam's. She comes back, and I see all of this fruit in the back of her truck. I'm like, I know that's more than $100 worth of fruit. And it was kind of raining outside. And I came outside with my flip-flops and my, you know, pajama pants. And to help her unload whatever she brought. And I said, how much did you spend? And she said, $337. You better be a rebate card in there. (laughs) (laughs) She bought some fruit for a village, man. That's a lot of fruit. That's a lot lot of fruit. Man, my therapy is just banging her. I, ain't know, I felt disrespected for one because... Y'all a bunch of dirty niggers. Yeah. <laughs> Give me back my TV. $300 of food. Wow. Man, I was I was up so upset, I just took off running. And <laughs> with, with, that TV, you were running? with that TV? With that TV? You fucking nigger. The, the point that I was... The reason why I was so upset, not only because she disrespected the amount... It's because, you know, we're working in this home together because we got to pay bills. You know, we got to do certain things. And you asked me, I gave you an, uh, an amount. Don't ask for the amount and go three times more than the amount. You know, I, don't don't even go twice as much as the amount. You can just, you know, just try to be around in a ballpark figure. You was out of this world. You know, but my therapy, I'm getting back to the therapy. I just, I don't know, man. I just took off running. Everything in me wanted to do something to her. Did I end up running 10 miles in flip-flops? Oh, you did the run thing? I did the run (laughs) therapy once, man, the run therapy. I used to run like a mile, and that'd be the max, man. This girl I was dating in college made me so mad once. I ran like two and a half miles in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and run therapy, crazy. <laughs> You'd be too tired to be mad after that. <laughs> and, oh, my God. Oh, and then when I, I can't... She says, she says uh, well, do you want me to take some of it back? I was they don't take <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but you know, it, it just that's what that's one of those times that you know you 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 try pushing my patience. Don't push me that far. Three hundred and thirty-seven dollars. How are you gonna get all this in the refrigerator? And how is it gonna last? It's not even gonna last. No. You know, so just not thinking it just bothers me. You know, so. You know what's crazy too, man? What's dangerous is if you ever get to the point of just letting go once. I really believe. I really believe the men who say, you know, I felt so bad. I didn't really, I didn't mean to hit her. Because I believe they ran out of, they ran out of filters. They didn't have enough filters in place, you know, to talk themselves down off the ledge. But once you've done it once, like anything, it becomes easier to do it the second time. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you know, I have people. You know, 
So you got people calling in, riding in your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just commute this. We just muted this dude as an idiot. Uh huh. Sorry. <laughs> uh, sorry. You know, I, I like that though, man. Because when you start getting to being more developed, you start getting weeds that start popping up in your garden. So <laughs> that's right. That's, that's a good sign right. that you're starting to grow, man. Weeds don't grow out in the desert. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. But uh, it, it's dangerous, man. I think about that like if um if I had to hit my wife, my biggest filter is my pride. Like I don't want to be labeled the adulterer, the the abuser. <laughs> you know, that's, that's been my pride. But if I ever did that, it'd be easier the next time. Right. And and you don't want to have to you know fight that battle. But you know it's uh it's 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 definitely good to have things built in place, man. I found that. I, I get away from the arguing, you know, I'm going to win out this argument. Every rare time now is more rare. You know, we'll still get into it. And, um, you know, I have to talk to myself. To, you know, it's not about you being no Leo, Mart. It's just you, you just step off the conversation because all she's going to do is just get more unsettled about it. And most of the time my wife really will be the one that tries to, you know, be the Claire Huxtable about it. And I'm sitting up there, ah, 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 yeah. and then finally when she started, I'm like, oh, now you dropping curse words, huh? You think you cussing that? <laughs> and then, it's, then it's too late. So walking away is the best thing, man. Right yeah. or wrong, just walk away. Yeah. Man, the more and more I stay there, and I and I talk and I speak to her from my spirit. I don't care what level she's on. And the more and more I speak to her from a spiritual standpoint, she has to bow down to that. It, like I said, that that takes over. That controls the atmosphere. If I'm sitting up here talking to you, lightness and darkness cannot shine in the same spot. You know, it, it just can't. It, it can't exist. So as I'm talking to her, she will, I mean, she's emotional. She's upset about whatever. And I'm like, well, it's not that big of a deal. You know, I'll take care of it. And you can you can calm down now. And I'm speaking to her from that perspective. She's learning to, you know, Hey, well, I know he's not going to make a big fuss about it, so I don't want to feel like an idiot and just be fussing with myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so that really calms her down uh, from from the time we first been met. When we first got married, it was just off the wall. But now mm-hmm. it's like over uh, all these years, it's like, oh, uh, it's no use in no me, you know, getting all upset because he's not going to carry it the same way. And one of us don't need, both of us don't need to be buttholes at the same time on the same day anyway. That's right. That's right. That's right. Mm. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. That's good words. That's good words. No doubt. No doubt. I think at this point um, we've exhausted the topic. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I got more questions, but it's not relevant at this point. I think it's time for open mic because I think we're kind of sliding in that direction anyway. So, give me one second to this thing. <laughs> <laughs> 